People at the grocery store that ask for paper bags need to pump the fucking brakes. The quarter century mark. We've made it to episode 25 on this journey. Quarter way to 100. One eighth the way to 200. I don't know math that much past that, but episode 25, in for a fucking doozy. Probably had the easiest day of my Air Force career today. One of the most active days, I guess you could say. I uh, had to help someone with a PT test. So I arrived late, went in, and they were female. So it was two females that had to run and I had to pace me and another kid. Another guy were we're good runners, so we pace them, and uh, their times are significantly slower than the males, and they're older too, so significantly slower than everyone, really. Um, so it was like a light jog, a light yog, as they say, and did that for about an hour, hour 15, and then went back to the office, checked my email. By that point, it was lunchtime, went for another run because, like I said, it was a light jog, a light yog. And then came back. The entire office went out to lunch. I was the only one there. I actually did a lot more work than I normally would do if I was by myself. So proud of myself for that. And then decided to... And then I had two doctor's appointments in the afternoon, back to back. I had one at two o'clock and one at three o'clock. So honestly, I didn't do much today, but it was like not a lot. But what I did do was important, if that makes any sense. So anyway, not that you guys want to hear about my day anymore. Hopefully everyone had a good Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. And we're going to start off how we always start off lately, the last week or so with the, the state in history. June 13th, this date in history, June June 13th, 1966, the United States Supreme Court issued its landmark decision in Miranda v. Arizona, establishing the principle that all criminal suspects must be advised of their rights before interrogation. The ruling held that the prosecution may not use statements, whether exculpatory or inculpatory, stemming from custodial interrogation of the defendant unless it demonstrates the use of procedural safeguards effective to secure the privilege against self-incrimination. A lot of legal mumbo-jumbo there. Pretty much they have to read you your rights before they start asking you questions so you know you're under arrest. In other words, law enforcement officials are required to inform the suspects in custody of their right to remain silent and their right to an attorney, even if they cannot afford one prior to questioning them. This is where the phrase Miranda rights or a Miranda warning originated from and why you often hear law enforcement in movies and television say, have you, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, one will be provided for you. The Miranda v. Arizona case has had profound impact impact on law enforcement procedures in the United States and has significantly influenced the way that suspects are treated upon arrest and during subsequent legal process. History has its eyes on me. So that was this date, June 13th in 1966. So moving right along, what we're going to talk about today has been how I spent a good 45 minutes of my time alone in the office, what I was up to. Now this might be a little problematic, so we're going to hit the sounder here, because I'm not responsible for anything right now. 
but we're going to talk about the Saudi Arabian city, super city. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. I guess it's like the future generation city they're building in the middle of the fucking desert in Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia, if you don't know, in the Middle East, big ass country surrounded by the Red Sea or surrounded by two bodies of water. Well, three technically, but you got the Persian Gulf, also called the Arabian Gulf, depending on what side of the fight you're on over there. And then you got the Red Sea over there as well. And to the south of that, you have the Arabian Sea or the Indian Ocean. Again, whichever side of the coin you want to flip and land on. Uh, shitload of money over there. They got all the oil. They're pumping shit out left and right. They got everything going on over there. They're a sovereign nation. They have a fuck ton of money. Like, we don't know how much money they have because they have their, uh, what's it, PIF, Public Interest Fund, I think they call it. It's kind of what buys everything. It bought Live Golf. It funds, they we have no idea. They don't have to report how much money they have to us. So we just can assume, because they literally have all the oil, that they just have trillions upon trillions of dollars over there. So we can get into that whole thing later, how they funded 9-11 and all that stuff. But they have had this plan that it's been in the works for a few years now. And since they're a country that doesn't need to be on the news and doesn't need to let anybody in or release any information. It's been kind of hard to track the status of this thing. It's called the line is what they they call it. And if you don't know what it is, you can type in the line Saudi Arabia. Um, I think it's the Nome N-E-O-M project officially, but the line is a highly ambitious smart city project currently under construction in Saudi Arabia's Nome Tabuk province. It's like Eastern Saudi Arabia. It's named for its linear design stretching 170 kilometers or approximately 110 miles from the Red Sea to the city of Tabak. The city is designed to have no cars, streets, or carbon emissions and is expected to be the home of an estimated 9 million residents with a high population density of around 260,000 people per square kilometer. So basically this thing is a, it's, it's Manhattan just in a straight line. And everything's built on top of it. And it's self-sufficient, apparently. Apparently, what they're trying to accomplish here is it's going to be no carbon emissions. Everything's going to be recycled in there. And you don't have to take... There's going to be no trains, car... Or there's going to be no cars, no streets. You're just going to be taking like a tram, basically. Like a little electric train in between each section to get across from one side to the other or wherever you got to go. But it's going to be designed so you don't really need to move that much. It sounds more like a prison, but, you know, they have infinite amount of money and resources so they're going to be making this this is supposed to be like the high technology thing so like future of the future of civilization is going to be in this thing they're going to, everything's going to be in there it's going to be vertical it's going to be good to go so the project is part of the saudi vision 2030 initiative which aims to diversify saudi arabia's economy and decrease its reliance on oil the saudi government claims the line will create around 460,000 jobs and add an estimated 48 billion to the country's gdp the project is expected to cost in between 100 to 200 billion dollars and some estimates even going up to about 1 trillion the first residents are expected to move in during 2024 with the first phase of the project scheduled to be completed by 2030 excavation work had started along the entire length of the project by october 2022 the city is planned to be powered entirely by renewable energy and will be made up of three layers, a surface layer for pedestrians, an underground layer for infrastructure, and a layer underground layer for transport. Anot- what the hell did I just read? Another underground layer for transport. I don't know what I read. Inf- artificial intelligence will be used to monitor the city and improve daily life for its citizens who will be paid for submitting data to the line. So basically, you're going to live in there and... 
the computers, the AI is going to monitor what's going on and adjust the lifestyle to what's going on. And in payment, you're, they're, they're just going to be tracking the shit out of you this entire time. So do with it what you want. They have a lot of slave labor in, slave labor in Saudi Arabia. So I wonder if they're going to be paid or it's just going to be like, hey, we're citizens of Saudi Arabia go in there now. The line has faced criticism due to concerns about its environmental impact, its technological and economic feasibility, and its impact to the local population. Critics have raised questions about the displacement of the, I'm going to butcher this word, Huwaitat, 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 indigenous tribe, and the potential impact on the migration of birds and wildlife. Pretty sure the birds will figure it out. The idea of a linear city, the funny thing about birds, they could fucking fly over the damn thing. Wildlife, different story. They can walk around around but you know that might be different birds they're gonna fly over it i'm not worried about the birds the idea of a linear city has been proposed in various forms throughout history such as by spanish urban planner arturo soria in 1882 french architect yona friedman in the 1950s and an italian avant-garde group super studio in the 1960s or how they say it in italian super studio although none of these previous concepts were ever fully realized despite extensive despite extensive research the most up-to-date available information is drone footage confirmed that construction was underway and excavation works were taking place along the entire length of the project like i said they don't really talk about this this much and they don't have free press over there the same way we do so we can't even send it's not like we're going to send reporters over there to do it we just gotta take the bits and pieces we can get when we get them so here's some key features of it i know i mentioned it earlier but here's some key key bullet points of what's going on in the line in saudi arabia it's gonna be a linear layout like i said it's in the name too the city will be laid out in a straight line zero carbon emissions it's gonna have no cars streets or carbon emissions it's planned to be entirely planned to be powered entirely by renewable energy and then underground layers the city will consist of three layers one on the surface for pedestrians, one underground for infrastructure, and another underground for transportation. The design is intended to segregate different types of activities and traffic and ensuring the surface remains peaceful and pedestrian friendly. I mean, it sounds good on paper. High density living. The, the line plans to accommodate 9 million residents. That's a fuck ton of people. Like people. It's not just if you put 9 million people in one line, like in one area. All right, that's nine. This is nine million people that are living. You know what I mean? Like they have to be moving around. Like so, you need space for nine million people. And I get it. You could have like a little. Your house doesn't have to be a massive thing, like your apartment or whatever they would call it in there. So I mean, you're gonna be like pack rats. I imagine it like the Matrix when they go back to the real world and they're living in uh, Zion, where they just have like a little. It's like a little studio apartment made of steel type of place. I imagine it's going to be upgrade from that, but that's the way I'm picturing everyone just living in one area like that. So it's going to, it plans to accommodate 9 million residents resulting in an average population density of 260,000 people per square kilometer. The city will compromise mirrored buildings with an outdoor space in between having a total width of 200 meters and a total height of 500 meters. This thing's going to be fucking huge. If you Google it, you could see like the design of it. Like you can tell like what they're trying to do. It looks insane. And then artificial intelligence integration. The city will incorporate artificial intelligence to monitor the city and use predictive and data models to find ways to improve daily life for its citizens. And then like I was saying, you're pretty much selling your body 
for their the data towards the system. So you're not you're living for free. I I assume I guess money would be working in there, but the main source of income or the main source the, your main value is based on the data that they take from you. So and then the economic impact. The Saudi government claims that the line will create 460,000 jobs and add an estimated 48 billion to the country's GDP. So this thing's massive. To fit nine million people, like I was just saying earlier, like that's in, that's a that's a crazy amount of space you need because you could fit nine million people into Times Square. I don't know if that's a true, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you could pack nine million people into anything. It's the living part. Like they have to be able to live and move around. So like, if is this place going to be just jam packed shoulder to shoulder, or like is there going to be actual space to move around? I mean, it sounds big on the outside and it looks huge, but with nine million people. Like 105 miles. So we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a math problem here. So I'm going to do a quick math problem, quick maths, as they say. So a hun- 1 million square meters, since a square kilometer is 1 million square meters, divided by 260 people equals 3.85 square meters per person. Now, for my American friends out there that don't know the metric system, 3.85 square meters times 10.764 square feet divided by square meter is 41.44 square feet per person. So 40 feet per person if there's 9 million people living in this massive thing. So is that a lot of space? Like, I don't know. Like, I... 40 feet per person basically is what they're what they're going with on this thing. But that's not I don't know if that's including like the infrastructure part or like you know what I mean? Like is it just including the pedestrian area? That's how big this thing I'm assuming so if it's that long. Yeah, so 40 feet per person. I guess that would be packed, but you're not moving anywhere. It's not like you have to try like they're the idea of it is that you don't have to move very far in this thing. I'm assuming there's going to be windows so you'll get sunlight. I, I'm assuming you can step outside, but Saudi Arabia is like 120 fucking degrees in the summer and it gets freezing in the winter. And there's dust storms and there's fucking thunderstorms. Like it's not a, it's not just barren desert out there. So I imagine you can go outside. I don't know if you would want to. I imagine the AC bill in this place is going to be a fucking problem, but it would be cool to go visit. I don't think I'd want to live there, but it would be cool to kind of just visit. I assume there's, they would be have to have some kind of tourist attraction there. I don't know if you want to go tourist sightseeing in Saudi Arabia, especially if you're a woman. But it's supposed to be safe for Americans, so I guess if I had the opportunity, why the fuck not? But it just seems like a crazy, ambitious project. 41 feet per person we're going with. I don't know. But again, if you want to look at it, I'm going to post a picture of it on my Substack, and you can see it on there, but it looks fucking wild. And you could just Google it, the line Saudi Arabia, and go from there. But with that being said, we're going to move right along keep this train rolling and we're going to get to the random question of the day to end this thing because we're hitting at the 20 minute mark so with that being said we got If you could ask a conversation, if you can have a conversation with any historical figure, who would it be and what would you ask them? I think I'd have to go with Jesus Christ and I would just ask him why. <laughs> um, I don't know who I'd want to talk to, actually. Uh, let's see. If you have a conversation with any historical figure, who would it be and what would you ask them? Uh, let's see. I mean, you'd have to go back. I don't know. You're one of those people that wants to go back in time, like really far and like legit ask like God, like what the hell? Yeah, I think I'd have to go back and ask that question. I have to go back to the beginning of time and ask God, like, was this the plan all along? This is this is what you wanted? This is... <laughs> 
this is what you were anticipating when you decided to make everybody, you know? And that's even if you believe in it or not. Maybe you're just known as people that don't. So this question, you might think I'm a dumbass for saying something like that. But yeah, I'd have to go back and ask whoever created this whole thing. Like, are you sure? <laughs> you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Sure about that? There we go. Sure about that? Sure yeah, about that? I'd have to go back and ask him, are you fucking sure about that? Like, are you, is this, you should know what's going to happen next because obviously you created everything, but I'm just letting you know what's going to happen in the future and it's going to be chaotic, especially around the year 2023. It's going to be chaotic. And then I'd be like, hey, what? Like, why not just get rid of, why not have, why not just get rid of cancer? Why can't, why do we have cancer? Like, you know, but if I only had one question, I would be like, what are we doing here? You know, what are we doing here, basically? And if he's like, I don't know, I'm just watching you guys fuck around. Then it's like, all right, well, at least I know now. But if he's like, no, this is actually a pretty big and big thing going on. I need you to believe in me a little more. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. But yeah, it'd have to be a big why. What's going on here? So I'm going to go with God. I'm going to go all the way back and go with God. And that's going to wrap it up. Again, if you want, go to the Substack page. I'll show you. I'll put a picture of the line on there. Um, you can Google it. Saudi Arabia, the line. If you haven't heard about it, it's a fucking wild thing. Uh, Miranda writes, June 13th, 1966, were invented, not invented, but upheld by the Supreme Court, uh, which gives you the right to remain silent, all that stuff. And uh, looks like I'm talking to God one day, if I could, to go back in time and ask him what the fuck. So with that being said, we're going to get the hell out of here and uh, leave you on that. Leave you on this note. Leave me out the wood, the jitty pocket, I can lie.